We define marketing productivity as the optimization of your time and resources in regards to your marketing. If you have more time than resources these days, a highly effective way to optimize your marketing efforts is to build strategic relationships. You may be wondering, how do I do that? And why should I do that? Well, stick around today because we're going to answer those questions and more. Are you ready? Let's get to it. Hey, you, you're listening to the Messy Desk Podcast, the show for busy solopreneurs who want to improve their marketing productivity. Join us every Wednesday as we share actionable productivity and marketing tips to help you overcome those inevitable messy moments. Are you ready? Let's get to it. Hey, you, welcome to episode 77 of the Messy Desk Podcast. I'm Teresa Safali, your productivity coach. And I'm Megan Monahan, your content marketing coach. When you think about marketing your business, these strategies likely come to mind. Paid advertising, like on Facebook or Google, for example. Content marketing, social media marketing, email marketing, video marketing, or even things like creating a Facebook group. These strategies can all be effective, but whether or not they are the right ones for you will depend on your type of business and the resources you have. I'm referring to time, money, and skill. And it's important to consider your time, money, or budget, and skill when choosing your marketing strategies since they influence your choices. For example, if you have more money than time, then running ads may be a beneficial strategy for you. On the other hand, if you have more time than money, then any of those other strategies could be a good choice. The downside is that some of them require certain skills. For instance, video marketing requires some tech and editing skills. Content or email marketing require writing and organizational skills. If you don't have the skills, then you have to have the money to outsource those tasks. No matter how you choose to market your business, your efforts should be maximized and productive. Well said. When it comes to marketing, one highly effective strategy that no one ever talks about is business networking. Networking, at least in my book, is the embodiment of marketing productivity. The purpose of marketing is to generate revenue for your business, and productivity is being effective and efficient with your time and resources, which is why the art of networking is such a great solution for anyone who owns a business. Everyone has the time and resources to network. But what may pop into your mind when you think about networking is a lot of people at a bar or a restaurant passing around business cards. Mm -hmm. Then after the event, you never see those people again, or at least you don't see them until the next event. Does that sound familiar? (laughs) This is what many networking events look like, but that's not really helpful most of the time. That's true. Or perhaps you have some business networking experience. Um, you know, you may even have gone so far as to join an organization where it's required to pass around a certain number of referrals every week, but you found that the quality of referrals you receive aren't very good and don't lead to business. And worse, the referrals you're giving aren't so great either. Both scenarios are examples of transactional networking. You give me your business card and I'll give you mine, or you give me a referral and I'll give you a referral. There's nothing authentic about that kind of networking because something bigger and more important is missing. What's missing 
is the relationship. Relational networking is much more constructive, productive, and rewarding than transactional networking. We know that consumers buy from who they know, like, and trust, but it's also true that that trust can be transferred. In other words, a consumer is also likely to buy from you if they are referred to you by someone that they know, like, and trust. And when it comes to giving and getting referrals through networking, this is also true. One, you are more likely to be referred by someone you have built a relationship and trust with. And two, you're more likely to refer someone who you know, like, and trust. However, that trust doesn't happen through the act of handing someone a business card. It's something that gets developed through relationship building with the right people. I know this to be true because I've personally been strategically business networking for four years. And actually, when I think about it, I've been networking all throughout my entrepreneurial journey. Since Teresa has built a strong in-person network, one that has helped build her business, she's going to share some of the benefits of networking. I am. Okay, the first benefit of networking is that you gain clarity about your business and more importantly, you learn how to speak about your business. You can't effectively market a business that you can't explain or discuss. Have you ever heard the phrase, if you confuse, you lose? When you're not clear about what you do, who you help, or how you solve problems for those people, no one else will be clear either. One of the main purposes of networking is to help others picture someone they may already know and can possibly refer to you. When you aren't clearly able to express that information, other people can't envision that person. In other words, a lack of clarity leads to a lack of referrals. Additionally, many people mistakenly use terms like anyone or everyone to describe their ideal customer. When you use those terms, no one comes to mind. Another rookie mistake in networking is to spew out all of the ways you help your ideal customer. In other words, you just kind of like to-do list all your products and services, right? This also leads to confusion. In networking, you want to deliver a clear message and networking can help you develop that message. The more you get out there and speak with people, the better you will get at talking about who you serve and how you help them. If you're new to business networking, don't expect to get it right the first time. You'll continually be tweaking your message that's okay. Just be patient, practice, and keep moving forward. Over time, you'll be able to deliver your message like an experienced pro. The second benefit of networking, and I think it's the most important one, is building real relationships. In the beginning, the focus will be on building business relationships, but over time, you'll find that other types of relationships evolve. Through networking, I've created referral partners, been a customer, coached, found mentors, been a mentor, and developed some of my closest friendships. Networking has been rewarding on many levels. This is important because the key to networking is the connection of relationships. And as my trusted friend and colleague, Rob Genovese says, if you're not building relationships, you're not really networking. You may or may not remember, but Teresa talked a little bit about networking in the episode about SEO alternatives for lead generation. 
She said that cultivating relationships is the secret sauce of effective networking, and she's so right. Personally, relationship building has had the biggest impact on my business, even bigger than marketing. To build a valuable network, you need real connection to people, not just another name in your address book. So focus on relationship building first. Absolutely. The third benefit of business networking is that you cultivate referral partners, right? That's the point is to try to get business. Having great referral partners is born from your relationship building efforts. From a marketing productivity perspective, trying to build strong relationships with everyone you encounter would be a real waste of time and frankly, simply impossible, right? So when it comes to referral partners, you want to look for connectors. A connector is someone who works with or has access to your ideal customer avatar. They are feeders to your business. For example, a chiropractor and a physical therapist who both specialize in sports injury management. Or take me, for example. My best referral partners are other business coaches. Now, you might be thinking, but Teresa, isn't that competition? The answer is always, it depends. If it's someone who does something very similar to what I do and works with my same avatar, then yes, they're probably a competitor and therefore not a good referral partner. But if it's someone that does coaching for corporate executives, they're not a conflict for me because I don't work with corporate clients. They would be a great referral partner. So when I meet a prospect looking for executive coaching, I can then refer that client to that particular coach. And then when I refer, I'm also building goodwill between me and that particular coach. So when they meet a prospect who's a good fit for me, they will pass that referral along. It's a win-win for all. The referral partners you create contribute to your business's bottom line. Those are the relationships that create revenue. The time you spend nurturing those connections are income-generating activities. And creating income is vital to running a business. So make finding connectors a goal of your networking. The fourth benefit of networking is the opportunity to create collaborations. Massive benefits can be achieved through collaboration. And while you don't need to practice business networking to form them, it increases your chance of finding those opportunities. Collaborations are partnerships that are mutually beneficial to both or all parties, right? Because collaborations can be with more than one person. For example, Megan and I have a collaboration with the Messy Desk podcast, and we met through networking. Both of us were members of the same online community for a really long time. We then met in person at a conference. Over time, we built a professional relationship that turned into a friendship. The fruit that bloomed from the tree we planted is this podcast. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) So develop the right relationships and you too can find the right partnerships. Okay. The fifth and last benefit of business networking is that your network can become your team. This is especially helpful for solopreneurs who often feel alone in business. Building relationships to acquire referral partners and develop collaborations are only a small part of building a valuable business network. You can leverage your network for many different things. For example, you can 
facilitate a mastermind with people who have different strengths than you and meet monthly to brainstorm, work out problems and celebrate wins. You could leverage the knowledge of someone who possesses a skill you want to develop. You can find a mentor who can help you get to the next level in your business. You can use your referral partners as an unconventional type of sales team. And you can ask trusted network partners for feedback on things like landing pages, blog posts, social media posts, and much more. These are only a few ideas for making the most out of your business network. They're only a few ideas, but they're great ideas. I love them. But look, you can't take advantage of any of these benefits unless you try networking for yourself. And with many networking events going virtual, it's easier than ever to get started. Simply checking out your local meetup will reveal fun events and things to do. You don't need to visit a networking-specific event per se, but it's a place to start, especially if you enjoy in-person interactions. I've done most of my networking online via social media and business-related membership groups like the one where Teresa and I first met. So that's where I started. Right. Um, Groups are a great place, but remember, you're building relationships first. You're not looking to sell people, right? True. But again, it's all about starting. You may feel a little uncomfortable at first, but every time that you network and go to an event and talk to people it'll get easier. Look, I'm a total introvert. So in the beginning, I had to really push myself and get outside of my comfort zone. As a matter of fact, I had to set very specific goals for my networking in the beginning. For example, I would plan a strategy in advance of the meeting. Like my goal would be to introduce myself to three new people and learn two things about each of them. Does that make sense? Yep. Over time, it began to feel more natural. So give it a try. See for yourself how developing a strong professional network can benefit your business and improve your marketing productivity in the long run. You can do it. All right, everyone. That's all we've got for you today. Please leave us a positive rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out. And don't forget to check out the show notes. You'll find links to resources we mentioned in this episode and also to the transcript. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next Wednesday. I forgot the S. <laughs> about SEO. SEO. I can't say that word. Oops. The fourth benefit of networking, uh, whatever I just said. <laughs> <laughs> Was it networking? Networking. <laughs> That's different. That's different altogether. <laughs> Let's not confuse those things. It could be even inappropriate, but... <laughs> I think I need some networking actually as I age. All of a sudden, just the thought of a vampire popped into my head. That's a whole different networking. Okay. It's the opportunity to create collaborations. (laughs) That's when you take a four syllable word and make it two.